Hey guys, Trey Copeland here. Yeah, that tall guy that plays a bit of cricket. You're listening to Moving the Chain. Yo, what's up guys? It's Chad Townsend from Talk of the Town. Hey sports fans, Nick Davis here and you're listening to Moving the Chain. Welcome to Moving the Chains podcast and if you are watching via YouTube, that is not Trent Copeland with that dirty moustache across his face. That of, <laughs> of course is our sponsor Tristan from topsport.com.au, proud sponsors of the Moving the Chains podcast and we are back. We had a week off last week, uh, there was some dramas late Tuesday night, Chad Townsend had gone down with some sort of bug uh, called Mad Monday-itis, I'd gone down with a daycare bug, Nick Davis was ready to go for once. I was celebrating, <laughs> I was, oh, I've been celebrating for two weeks. He, uh, he was ready to go for once which was really good but uh, and now boys we're back. And before I get to you, we are missing Trent Copeland, who's now playing, uh, he'll be playing day four, uh, New South Wales. I don't know who they're playing. I haven't taken any interest because I looked at Copes' stats, none for 115 off 30. Uh, <laughs> sum that up for me, Nick Davis. That's just picking the ball up out of the gutter. That's just trying to find a new cherry, bowl it for 90 overs and get a new cherry. He hasn't, uh, <laughs> he hasn't disturbed the timber at all, Copes. It's been disappointing from our, uh, from our star. Uh, paceman, which is probably getting our hopes up that maybe we can take him on in the nets at some stage. I tell you what, it's the opposite of line and length, Chad. Uh, when he put in, he goes, boys, I'm sore. You know, I've bowled all day, 30. Mate, seriously, you were down fine leg to fine leg. Yeah. They didn't want you back on. <laughs> yeah, good evening, Sal <laughs> and boys. Look, he's, I feel for the big fella. Look, he's heading into a, a day five, day four. He's bowled 30 overs in the heat, South Australia. He's probably got, you know, stress fractures in his lower back. Oh, he's, he's struggling. Um, oh yeah! Hey, we'll get the world's smallest. Oh. Meanwhile, Kim's at home, heavily pregnant. Yeah, renovating the house, work. and Copes is standing out in the sun all day doing sweet fa. So I know who's I've got the short or the rough end of the pineapple in that. And poor Kimmy is doing the hard. Yards. I've got the first question for our moving the chains uh, Twitter. Did uh, Kim Green spray spray Trent Copeland for taking no wickets? Uh, and bowling 30 overs. Uh, yes or no, you can go to Moving the Chains on Twitter. Tristan from topsport.com.au filling in. He's just got little off spinners. He's just going to fill in for Trent Copeland tonight. How are you, Trist? Yeah, very good. I made my big cricket comeback too. I played two overs and went for about 72. So, um. <laughs> <laughs> That's indoor cricket, isn't it? He fancies himself this bloke uh, recovering from a broken collarbone from a golfing trip. But anyway, that's another podcast. Okay, boys, uh, Chad, let's get stuck into it here. Lots of action for the two weeks that we've been away coming back into the NFL. There's only three unbeaten teams. I think it's the Seahawks, uh, the Titans and the Pittsburgh Steelers going into week seven of the NFL and it's probably been no surprise but the big big talking point uh, especially the last couple of days is the Miami Dolphins they are one game off the lead in their division they have made the choice now to go from Ryan Fitzpatrick to Tua Tungavailoa ahead of that week seven clash talk to us about that Chad did it come by a surprise uh, we know they had an easy win over the Jets on the weekend is this the right time to bring Tua in or should they have just kept with Fitz, uh, Fitzpatrick yeah, look, I, I was very surprised, to be honest. And, you know, as you mentioned, the, the Dolphins are one game off the division lead at the moment. And we spoke about, you know, in previous podcasts, how the Dolphins would use to our, and, you know, we, I think a few of us tossed up, you know, week five and it's, you know, we're heading into week seven now. But the thing that I've really liked about the Dolphins is Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, he throws some interceptions and he does some wacky stuff, but he, he's a tough veteran 
quarterback. And he's been winning games for that Miami offense. So there's no doubt that Tua is the, the future of this franchise and, and he will show that when it's his time. But, you know, the, the, Dolph- the Dolphins have been going really well at the moment. So, you know, potentially I would have been, you know, I wouldn't have been as surprised if the Dolphins had made a change after a significant loss. But the fact that they've made the change after a pretty easy win against the rubbish Jets team, yeah, I'm surprised. Nick Davis, uh, we, we spoke about it all preseason about Tua and the Dolphins and whether he was going to take over or not. But I think we all assumed that the Dolphins might have been one and four and, you know, at the bottom of that division. They're actually contending now. Is this a, a surprise to you? And is it the right move by the Dolphins? Uh, yeah, it's definitely a, a surprise, Howie. But... Uh, on the flip side, I really liked the way that, and it's hard to not like Fitzmagic, the way he goes yeah. about how he plays, but his energy when Tua came in and, and played those snaps on the weekend, he's um, he understands that, look, yeah, this is going to be Tua's team, but he can sit there for one, two, three years as a backup quarterback, earn a decent paycheck and be a really good team man. So uh, I love in the way that Fitzmagic is handling it, but yeah, look, we thought it might have been off the back of yeah a four inter- four interception big blowout loss, but uh, they're they're going good. Um, we did say in the preseason that when it was his time, he was going to come in. They think it's his time, and away he goes. And and on those snaps on the weekend, his first pass completion, he looked pretty sharp. Tristan, do they go back to Ryan Fitzpatrick if they if he doesn't have a good game this weekend? Like, how long do they give him before they let him settle into this? Because if he comes out and stinks it up this weekend, do you start to panic, or is this just a rebuilding season and Miami are invested in that? Um, I reckon they're 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 saying I'm, I'm with him now. That's my opinion. I, I sort of think, and, and on the flip side, I agree with what what Chad and Dickie both said. I, I, I'm very surprised by the move to bring him in, and and I was sort of of the opinion that you bring him in after a bad loss or whatever. But this has got to be massive for his confidence. They're basically saying we're actually in contending for this division. We're one one game off the lead, and we're saying you're you're going to be the one to take us to the playoffs. And they're seven dollars fifty to win uh, to win the division. So they're right in the um in the betting and they're a big chance. And I just think now it's, 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 it's stick with him. And um, I think Fitzmagic's probably the best, uh, best mentor you could have as a, as a quarterback coach at this point. I think he's going to be very positive and, and yeah, I, I think it's very exciting for the Dolphins. And a little Let's tip there up. for a little tip there for two or two. He's got his first matchup. I'll be doing some film on number ninety nine for the opposition. Yeah, yes. pretty big bad dude. <laughs> and enjoy your first start because he's going to be coming and he's going to be coming hard. So yeah. he's got two weeks to do vision number ninety nine. <laughs> Find where he is and stay away from him. That's Aaron Donald from the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, let's throw this up on at moving the chains on Twitter. Did the Dolphins, the Miami Dolphins, make the right decision making two of their starter, or should they have stuck with Ryan Fitzpatrick? You can go to at moving the chains on Twitter. Leave your opinions on the show and whatever you want us to talk about. Plus, vote. Is it Tua time or is it Fitz Magic? Should they have stuck with that? Okay, Dickie, uh, the worst division in football. And I talk about the Cowboys, Washington football team, the New York Giants and the Philadelphia Eagles. They absolutely suck. Uh, the, 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 the Cowboys, though, uh, what is going on there? Two and four start. They seriously could be 0-6. No Dak Prescott. They've still spent a lot of money there with Amari Cooper. Of course, they've tied up a lot with Ezekiel Elliott. Is this Mike McCarthy's fault or is this the players? Uh, coming from uh, what's come out of the, of the Cowboys uh, facility this week, it seems to be uh, a lot of finger pointing at the coaches. They're, they're blaming, they're saying that they're not ready, they're not, they're not getting them ready for the games. And then in games, they're unable to adjust on the fly. And you're seeing that. You're seeing their games are just high-scoring games, 
free flowing, uh, and they're unable to stop. Yeah, their, their defense is uh, is depleted. Their offensive line now is even is depleted as well. Their wide receivers are the only thing, the only shining light at the moment. Look, Amari Cooper is, is playing amazing. Gallup is is making some good catches. Ceedee Lamb has been a has been a breakout. Uh, but unfortunately, look, they had Dak Prescott that was rolling. Uh, obviously, we saw what happened to him last week. Ezekiel Elliott's got the drops. He's got the fumbles. He had two fumbles on the weekend. Uh, but their interiors, their O-line and their D-line are just stinking it up real bad. Uh, and then you got the coaching staff. Mike McCarthy, Jason Garrett might not have been too bad of an option. And they, uh, and they <laughs> resold him last year. And they've come in and the players are not happy. So uh, for a team that I think we all had high hopes for in a division that we thought they'd be able to dominate, they are really, really struggling. Chad, I want to ask you, you're the, I guess, expert at the moment. You're still playing and you've had a, you've probably been in a similar team where lots of hype around the Cronulla Sharks towards the back end of this year with the draw and all that kind of stuff. And I proved you and I thought that you'd actually finish a lot higher. But at a certain stage, like, you can blame the coaches for preparation and all that kind of stuff, which is what the Cowboys are doing. But as a senior player within that Cronulla Sharks group, like, Ezekiel Elliott with Dak Prescott going down this there has to be some ownership and responsibility from him he's got the highest money Amari Cooper like they need to be making plays for Andy Dalton how did you go about that when things aren't going your way you can't just blame the coaches yeah look Sowie to, to me and I'll echo Dickie's uh, points there which were all really really good points it, it's it's worrying signs for the Cowboys you know we're hearing players finger pointing at coaches and blaming others the first thing that a successful organization needs to do players coaches is you you look at yourself you don't blame other people you look at yourself look at the man in the mirror and think what how can i do my job better how can i be better so to to hear that that to me is concerning and i had high hopes for the cowboys at the start of the year i'm not a cowboys fan but you know i thought they were in for a really big year but there's just there's so much mediocre about their whole team. And Dickie just said it, you know, their D-line, their O-line, uh, they've lost their starting quarterback. They've lost their franchise quarterback. They're relying heavily now on, on Andy Dalton to, to, you know, make something of the season. And, and Mike McCarthy is a man under pressure, you know. And the, the Cowboys and Jerry Jones, I don't know if these guys have much patience. So yeah. it's going to be an interesting year to see how the Cowboys can get themselves out of this hole. But in saying that, Chad, they hung on to Jason Garrett for a long, long time. And then he wasn't winning uh, a, a lot of games there either. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be really interesting to see. Yeah, he was going eight and eight. But it's going to be interesting to see if they waited so long with him and then made this move. Will they quickly make another move? I don't think Jerry Jones is much for losing. Uh, he's going to want... Look, this was a team that they had slated. A lot of people had slated to be there in the Super Bowl. And they are a long way from it. Here's my view on it. I think that every good organization has players that play, coaches that coach, and administrators that do their job on the administrative side. When that starts to get blurred, and you only have to look at the NRL, the most successful teams over the last 10 years have been the Roosters and the Melbourne Storm. There's no blurred of lines there. Frank Panisi looks after one side of it, Craig Bellamy, and then the players. The Roosters, Nick Politis, Trent Robinson, and then the players. It doesn't get blurred. And not to have a shot at the Sharks, that's been blurred at times, which is what's created inconsistency. Dragons. Now we're seeing it with the Dallas Cowboys. At the start of this uh, podcast, 
Tristan, uh, before we got in, our ball was kicked. The Dallas Cowboys were big movers on topsport.com.au. A lot of punters uh, went in for them with the big signings of Elliot, Amari Cooper, and also uh, the indecisiveness around Dak Prescott. How has that market moved now? And uh, people will be trying to cash out, surely. Yeah, well, they were, they were the biggest back team early in the season. They were $20 into 16 which is a big move pre-season. Uh, they're out to $61 now to win the comp. So, obviously blown a gale, even though they're still leading the division. But even though they're one game clear, they're only slight favourites to win the division now. They're 203 with Philly at $2.40. So, I think that's the only thing helping Mike McCarthy, that they are struggling, but they are still top of that division. But, yeah, it's, it's tough, though. Like, I'll tell you what, um, like you, you, they play Washington football team this week. $1.92 Washington football team. $1.91 the Cowboys. Seriously, you have to go out in the backyard and flip the coin. Okay, let's keep this moving here, boys. Uh, one, one of the market movers. I'll go straight to you, Tristan, before I get Chad's opinion on this. But Le'Veon Bell, let go by the New York Jets. I think they ended up paying him a lot, a lot of money for not many games. Uh, but he's made the move to the Kansas City Chiefs, the reigning Super Bowl champions. They uh, started co-favourites, I think, with the Baltimore Ravens at the start of the season. I think Ravens actually might have been favourites. And now, uh, Tristan, they'd be very, very short. I'm sure the, the punters now would be coming for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, so they opened up at $7, Kansas. They're into four forty now. Um, they've shortened from about $5 into four forty on the back of Levy on signing. So, yeah, definitely big, big support for them on the back of the news. Huge signing for the Kansas City Chiefs. Chad, what did you make of it? Are we surprised that this happened? I mean, New York Jets, it's, they really do suck. We, we know <laughs> that. But, I mean, this is letting him go and not getting anything for him. This, this is ridiculous, right? Yeah, look, Salio, um, I'm not that surprised, to be honest. The Jets paid Le'Veon Bell $28 million for 18 games of football. Um, a, a poor signing on their behalf. Um, you know, no money for... No value for money. But, you know, am I, am I surprised? No, because there's been a lot of talk, you know, from training camp about Adam Gaze, his relationship with Le'Veon Bell. Do they get on? Um, you know, there's been trade talk. Uh, you know, you only got to, I guess, look back to um, Jamal Adams, who left in, in a trade in the offseason. You know, there's something going on at the Jets, and I'm not sure if it's Adam Gaze or if it's the organisation, but... Um, to see that the Chiefs have picked up a Le'Veon Bell, who's only 28 years old and has a lot of football in front of him, um, at his best he can be damaging. He's gone to a Super Bowl contender on the minimum on a minimum wage. So, mates, not not surprised. Dicky, they are in your division. Obviously, the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, they were already favourites to win the division. How do they take? Le'Veon Bell and work him into this offense because it's electric at the moment. Does he make it better? Do they stagnate a little bit trying to work him in? Does uh, Edward Hilaire, like how, how many carries does he get now? He's been yeah. sensational. Yeah, well, uh, there was a lot of people scrambling in a lot of fantasy leagues worried that, look, a lot of people drafted uh, Edward Hilaire pretty high in the first round and, and were worried about it, but he had 26 carries for 168 yards uh, on the weekend. So, Look, I think he'll come in as a change of pace back. He's a pass-catching back. I don't think he's going to be a 28. He's played a fair bit of footy. He did have the, the season off where he uh, where he stood out. Um, he's not a run-between-the-track tackle sort of a guy. Edwards Alaire is going to be doing that. He'll be first and second down. And then it's just a great thing. And championship teams can do this. Le'Veon Bell, he's made his money elsewhere, and he's going there to win games of footy. And I think that's what you want. Uh, you don't want to have to pay someone like that a heap of money to come in and 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 play for the money. He's coming there. He's going to try and help him win games. Uh, he's going to have to put, 
look, he's behind Patrick Mahomes. He's going to have to park the ego a little bit, Le'Veon Bell. Prove to the NFL that he's still got it, uh, and then he might be able to move on elsewhere with the championship. But, look, I think uh, it, it gives him a really good opportunity to be second in the division. Tristan, uh, obviously when a, a move like this happens, the Kansas City Chiefs would have shortened, but there's punters out there, much like myself, that want the value. Like, were there any other shorteners with that? Because uh, yeah, in the AFC, they look like they're going to go through, but usually someone from the NFC might have picked up a little bit as well. Uh, the, the punters, have they come for anyone else or has it just been one-way traffic for the Chiefs? Uh, the team they've been coming for in, in the last few weeks has been Seattle. That They've been very strong at $7.50. Um, and then at a little bit further value is Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's been very good. Uh, they're still undefeated and they're at $11. So we've laid them the last couple of weeks as well. There you go. So you can get all those odds for the Super Bowl champions. The Chiefs with Le'Veon Bell are into $4.40. I think they'll get a little bit shorter than that in the coming weeks as they continue to win. Okay, boys, favourite part of the show for me, uh, mainly because I come up with this one, but it is now time <laughs> for studs or duds. You're off your head. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, moving the chain, studs or duds. That's where we get the chance as four amateur uh, fantasy players over here to pick on some of these multi-million dollar earners over there and also wrap them up if they've won a, a game or two in fantasy. Chad Townsend, who is your stud and who is your dud this week? Look, I'm going to go with uh, my, my stud for this week was actually Brandon Cooks. Nine and nine receptions for 70 yards and one touchdown. And Brandon Cooks has been not very good throughout the opening parts of this season. But I've got him in my Moving the Chains Invitational Fantasy team. And I moved him off the bench. And I was like, it's time to give you a chance, young fella. He came in and got 30 points. So um, definitely a stud for me. Look, my dad, and it it's hurts for me to say this, but I'm going to pick on my guy. I've got his jersey and I follow the Browns. Bacon Mayfield absolutely stinked it up. 10 of 18 for 100 <laughs> 119 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, and a big loss against the Steelers. And I know we're still four and two, but the Browns, who let Case Keenan play in the fourth quarter um, in the weekend's game, just um, to see how he would go. So um, it hurts to say, but we've got to tell it how it is. Are they any chance of moving on from Baker Mayfield, Chad? Like, they've shown what they can do, but it's, it hasn't been off the back of what Mayfield's done. It's been more about, obviously, their it's defense. Been the run game. Hunt has been fantastic yep. as well. Are they, are they a chance of moving on, or you think they're invested in Baker? I think for this season, they're definitely invested in him. But you're, you're right, they're heavily favoured in the run game at the moment. I know they're missing Nick Chubb at the moment, who's had an outstanding season so far. But Kareem Hunt, as you mentioned, those two, the running back committee that have got a one-two punch, probably the best ground game in football. And, and they're not asking Baker to throw the ball that many times. And I think that's why, you know, on the weekend, Adele was really frustrated, taking his shoes off, throwing his helmet on the ground. Um, and we know what type of circus that can be. Nick Davis, studs and duds for week six of the NFL. Yeah, I'll take the layup, Sowie. I'll take Derrick Henry. I'll Damn. take the layup. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's in my team. You can't go for it. it. No, you got to go for it. Yeah. 22 carries, 212 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, he's got the Tennessee Titans. And look, Ryan Tannehill's playing really good footy off the back of, of Derrick Henry. But if you've got the big King Henry doing that sort of business, uh, he's going to get a lot of a, a lot of work done. And my dad, uh, I went and picked him up, and I think a lot of people rushed to pick him up off the waivers when uh, Nick Chubb went down. Dearness Johnson, he's been a dud the last couple of weeks. Uh, he, he spent a lot of waiver one waiver wire money, uh, and as Chad said, 
the running game there in Cleveland has not shown up the last couple of weeks and they're putting their quarterback under pressure. So uh, I've got Nick Chubb in a lot of my team, so I can't wait to have him back, Jen. Tristan, studs and duds for week six of the NFL. Yeah, I would have thought being the guest, I get to go first because I had Derrick Henry as well. well so I'm going to have to go uh, try to do a you bit of You can take my retro because but, uh, two weeks ago, I was going to go, my man Derrick was going to be, not Derrick Henry, Derrick Carr was going to be my stud. But unfortunately, I couldn't get it out last week. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to go uh, Travis Kelsey. He got me over the line. I was very lucky this week in my fantasy uh, game and now moving the Chains League. And he, um, two touchdowns, only 65 yards, but he did it when it counted. So I'm going to switch up to... To Kelsey, my my dad. I'm going to go Zeke. I reckon that was one of the most ordinary performances from a running back who, with with the sort of caliber he he's had for a long time. Like it was two fumbles, obviously, which were very costly. And I think the moments when it happened, like the Dallas defense has been under so much pressure, and they were nil all in a dogfight, and then drops it on the 50 yard line. Arizona go down and score. Very next drive, same thing. And I think that's put massive pressure on, on, on him, on the team, and on, on Dalton, which yeah. is going to be very tough for them to bounce back for. So he's my dud this week. My stud for the week is Derrick Henry, obviously, because he got me 40 points. That's right, 40 points. If you're driving along now and you're thinking, 40 points, how do you do that? 22 carries, 12 yards, a 98-yard touchdown. Unbelievable. Oh, 52 yards reception. Uh, that was an easy one, as Nick Davis said. I'll tell you who else I uh, picked up, uh, Dickie, which you'll be liking. Keelan Cole. I had no idea who this guy was, but he looked all right, and he got me 20 points. My dud this week, uh, and it doesn't hurt me to say it. It might hurt someone else. Aaron Rodgers. Okay? Yes. You, can't, you can't have the subtle hip thrusts and the little penis jabs and all whatever you did. <laughs> all right? And then Tom Brady goes, oh, that's cute. I'm going to take my six championship rings and shove them fair up your clacker. Boom. 38 points to 10. Aaron Rodgers, awful this week. You are my dud. Uh, all right, let's have a look at some of the other results over the weekend. The Bears, a tight game against the Panthers, 23-16. Colts led in 27 for the Bengals. That's ridiculous. The Steelers give it to the Browns. We all like a team that beats the Browns. Giants, Washington, no one watches that. No one cares. Lions, Jaguars, same. Texans and Titans, that was why they had big points in that game. Deshaun Watson had a great game too. 42-36. Falcons, 40. They get their first win over the Vikings. Ravens, 30 over the Eagles, 28. A quick one for you boys. I'll start with you, Chad. One word. Are the Ravens getting better or worse? Worse. Wow. Dickie? Uh, I think they're getting worse. Oh, I think they are getting worse. I think uh, they've become, yeah, they're a bit of a one-trick pony from last year and they haven't been able to uh, add anything to their game as yet. Let's throw that up on at Moving the Chains on Twitter. I'm sure you're in agreement, nodding your head there, Tristan, that they are getting worse. Hard to think that a team's 5-1 and one with the reigning MVP and they're getting worse, but uh, that seems to be the case. The Broncos, 18 points to 12. That was an NRL score over the Patriots. I don't know how that happened. The Jets stink, we know that. The Buccaneers gave it to A-Rod after the hip thrust. Uh, the 49ers, they bounce mm. back, and uh, we've got a fan question coming up around the 49ers. Chiefs-Bills, that seems like they'll play each other uh, a little bit later in the year. I don't know where, probably in the second round of the playoffs, I think, and the Cardinals give it to the Cowboys. Uh, let's do that, Chad Townsend, for our fans out there. You can go to at Moving the Chains on Instagram, at Moving the Chains on Twitter. We do have a couple of fan questions, and one of them's around the 49ers and if they're back. Yeah, look, the first one here from Brett Ryan. Uh, have the 49ers turned the corner, or was the Rams get, has, did the Rams just expose for the team they really are? Well, I think that... 
there was concerning signs last week, Dickie, when they did bench Jimmy G. Mm. Did they rush him back from injury? I think they did to try and get something going there. And you could see the confidence. They go back in against the Rams team that's going pretty well this year. I think they have turned a corner, but there's still a long way to go. And sometimes you need to time your run. And, and uh, Chad, you would know this as well. When you win a grand final or you make a big game, you need to time your run. And it seems like the 49ers have turned a bit of a corner, Dickie. Yeah, I think so. They had the, the, all the injuries early on in the year. They had the game against the Giants, I think it was. Uh, and they were able to come out and win that big. Uh, look, Debo Samuel, uh, Samuel he, he was he was was big on the weekend. Raheem Most is starting to run really well. Ayuk, uh, Jimmy G and... Chad, I'm not sure if you've had the high ankle sprain or been around guys at the club that have. It, it's the, the new injury. It's been around the last sort of 12, 24 months. But it seems that it was on his right ankle. So when he's dropping back to pass Jimmy G, there's a lot of force going through that ankle. Uh, and he didn't look good the week before. He looked better. Yeah, he certainly did. Uh, let's keep it moving. Any more questions there, Chad, before we get to uh, our moving the chains invitational? Yep. Yeah, one more, and I might hit this one up for Tristan, considering he's wearing a New England Patriots jersey. Is Cam Newton's season in New England uh, one and done? Well, this is the second time I've worn this jersey, actually. I, um, I bought it when I went over to the Super Bowl because we needed him to win. So I'm very much not a fan of it. I think he's going to work into the role. I actually think he'll go all right, but I think he, he, he's going to take a bit of time to work in there. So I think he'll be around for a while. I think so. Dickie? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Oh, well, who else is going to do it? Yeah, that's exactly right. I think uh, if you have a look at the quality out there, I mean... Brian Hoyer. Yeah, there's oh. teams that I think Cam oh, would be way better on um, if he went there. So I think that, that it'll be a long-term deal. Okay, uh, if you do have questions, make sure you get them into our social tags. Let's uh, keep it moving here, Chad. Moving the Chains Invitational, proudly sponsored by topsport.com.au. We have got lots of players here. And uh, let's wrap up the results from week six. Uh, Sour official, Pip my Clyde, get out of here. Whack. Uh, the hairy bandit, go and shave your chest. Team Top Sport four and two over Team Salty. Seriously, Team Salty is the worst fantasy player alive. He tried to get he tried <laughs> to get James Tedesco in his team. That's how bad he's going. Uh, team Copes, well, he bowled thirty overs and got himself a win as well, a big win over Aussies Audibles. Chad, Bill Belichick's, oh, gee whiz, Dan Frost. You, you're like Baker Mayfield. You're, you're <laughs> one out for three. Uh, two and four for you. Raider Nation, well, this is a little bit of a touchy one because uh, the back-to-back coach uh, handled you quite yeah, comfortably. Yeah, is he is he spruiking about? Yeah, yeah. There was a bit of uh, there was a bit of communication between me and the super coach during the week, and I basically handed it over to him. I think my prediction was two percent uh, at the start of uh, whatever it was on the start of the weekend. I ended up at seventy-six percent at one stage, but. The Kenyan Drake, please, can someone just stand in front of him in the last bit of the play from the Cowboys? Seriously. <laughs> it's funny you could find Trent Robinson. I couldn't find him the week before when I won. Uh, <laughs> in fantasy football down out in the world, he started to time his run perfectly. He beat team Aaron Vestini, who was at the top. Uh, boys, I no need to tell you who's leading this competition. He's a bit month. chirpy, boys, isn't he? Someone's five and one. But it is fantasy. It means it's not top. real, so it doesn't matter. He's bagged me all year. But anyway, <laughs> it's a long, long way to go. Uh, all, I'm two injuries away from... My team uh, capitulating. Uh, all right, uh, Chad Townsend, it's your time to shine. You've been busy in the off-season. Uh, you're making those 
sort of uh, relaxing video clips on your uh, your drone, you know, down Cronulla Beach, getting ready for this Cronulla beer launch. If you haven't heard, Chad Townsend, premiership winning halfback, has launched his own beer, Cronulla beer. You can get it everywhere in Sydney. It's not just limited to the people in the Shire. Uh, apparently, it tastes good. I've checked my doorstep every morning, Dickie. We haven't yeah. been able to taste I haven't, it. I haven't tripped over, I haven't tripped over anything <laughs> on my way out. Hold your breath, mate. It'll take 14 days to go into quarantine. You may not even get <laughs> But we've given it a sponsorship segment. Cronulla Beer has a fantasy player to watch this week. Before we do that, uh, Chad, tell us about your beer and how it's going. Yeah, look, boys, it's going good. New craft beer company, small independent business uh, made by myself and a few locals uh, from the Shire. Uh, it's going to be ready at the end of the month. We're brewing it right now. So um, you can head to our website, www.cronullabeerco.com.au. Find out some more details. We'll have some more beer available for purchase online at the end of the month, but at the moment, or next Friday, sorry, it's going to be served up at uh, some select venues in the Shire, uh, which you don't want to miss out on. But this week... has better be my house. Because <laughs> yeah. and another idea by me giving you the sponsorship segment for this. Uh, but uh, let's, uh, let's get into the Fantasy Player of the Week uh, to watch. No copes this week. He's icing those, uh, those pegs down there. Who have you got this week, Chad? Yeah, look, this week's Cronulla Beer Co. Fantasy Player to watch. And I wanted to pick someone who I could, you know, potentially could be, you know, you could find on the waiver wire. And I've picked Cole Beasley, wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills. Up. Because I feel like, you know, obviously the Bills have Stefan Diggs and they've got, you know, John Brown and, and uh, Josh Allen, who's playing, you know, an exceptional uh, role this season for the Bills. But last last week, Cole Beasley was four of seven for 45 yards, one touchdown. And this week, he's got a very favorable matchup. They're playing the New York Jets, and we all know mm. what the New York Jets are going to toss up. So if Cole Beasley is out there and he's on your waiver wire, I think, you know, he could potentially, you know, be someone to target. Cole Beasley, the Cronulla Beerco fantasy player to watch. As always, uh, for our regulars, we do uh, have a little charity segment at the end. Thanks to topsport.com.au where they give us $50 each to have a bit of a punt. It hasn't been uh, fruitful at the moment, probably like the Cowboys. We're sort of in and around there, but we're not really that close at all. But uh, we've all got $50 this week. Again, Chad Townsend, while you load yours up, I'll tell you mine. I've got the Tennessee Titans uh, up against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think they can get the job done there at $2 into the Cowboys because I just think the Red Rocket will let it air this week and CeeDee Lamb's going to catch a million touchdowns. And the hip thruster, the Green Bay Packers, uh, are going to win against the Houston Texans in a high-scoring game. That's around $5.50 there on topsport.com.au. So all this money that we win, uh, if we win any, we've been awful, uh, <laughs> we'll go to a charity at the end of the year. And I'm pretty sure... Uh, Cronulla BK might be able to match that deposit as well. So, uh, Chad, where are you going this week? This week, Sally, I'm going uh, three-leg multi on the Snores Bills. $1.13 over the Jets. I think that's obviously a given. Browns can't not back the Browns. $1.58 over the Bengals. And the Cowboys to bounce back over the football team. And we know what that, that game's probably going to be like. But at $4.62, let's go. You just mentioned the Bengals. Hey, AJ Green, you yes. reach. All right, you reek. You haven't put the boots on for five weeks. All of a sudden, you get 17 points. I've tried to get you an injured reserve, seriously. Uh, Dickie, where are you going this week? Um, yeah, I went this pretty much the same as you, mate. I, um, I like Tennessee. I think they can uh, they can just steamroll their way in. It's going to be a tough matchup, but I like Tennessee. I'm going to, I'm going to go with the, uh, the Under Siege Cowboys as well. Uh, I think they can get it done. Look, hopefully Zeke can uh, hang on to the footy, and I'm going to go my boys. 
I'm going to back the Raiders in against Tampa Bay. Uh, they can come into my town and they can uh, ride out of there with his six rings, whatever he wants. Raiders are coming off a bye week after beating the Chiefs. So it's about nine bucks. So uh, I, I let them go against the Chiefs, but I'm mighty confident this week against the Bucks. Let's uh, let's go a little bit off schedule here. We've got a couple of minutes left. Uh, I'll give you a, a 30 seconds here, Dickie. Just wrap up the Raiders. Oh, please, wake How up. good was it? Wake me up when he's done. How good was it? <laughs> Derek, he's, he's right up there. And is it actually, Tristan from topsport.com, has it been any move for Derek in the uh, in the MVP race after he's and basically not, handled not just Patrick day. Mahomes? Nah, the only charity money we're giving out or we're getting here is for the Moving the Chains uh, segment charity account. There's still 100 to 1. There's been no donations our way. Uh, very good. Uh, they are going very well. I Thank do apologise. I think they're going very well. Uh, all right, you. Tristan, let's wrap this up. Where are you? You're taking over Copes this week. He's the only one that's won uh, at the moment. We will get those slips up on our social media too. If you are following, uh, please do it responsibly and have a little bit of fun with it. Where are you going this week, Trist? Yeah, so we've got about 600 odd in, the, on, odd in the kitty, so we'll try to build on that this week. Um, I'm going Atlanta. I think they might be coming into a bit of form here. I'm taking them against Detroit at 174. Like everyone else, I'm on Dallas, so I, I cannot believe that they're $1.91 in this game. I, as bad as they've been, they should be $1.60 in my opinion. I think they just win. And then I really like Chicago in the last game of the round. I think they're a big chance of winning at 310, but I'm going to take the plus five and a half at $1.95. So my multi works out at 650 there. You've got Dallas, Atlanta, and Chicago plus five and a half. There you go. Keep an eye out for that on Twitter and, of course, our Instagram as well. We'll put those up and then take them down if they don't win. If they if we win, we'll leave it up there. Uh, <laughs> all right, boys, uh, well done, everyone. Good luck in fantasy this week. I'll uh, tell you what, is it sad going to bed on Sunday night, waking up and you're, you're losing all leagues. Oh. Hopefully there's a little bit of success for everyone this week. If you are having a punt, do it with topsport.com.au. Do it responsibly and have a bit of fun with it. Until next week, we'll see you later.